Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. I'm Isla Garcia, Master's Degree of Nutrition Science and Registered Dietitian, and I'm going to make weight loss realistic, sustainable, and uncomplicated for your busy lifestyle. On this podcast, me and my team of registered dietitians will decipher the latest nutrition research, dissect fad diets, and discuss social media trends for you so you can feel confident knowing what to eat to achieve your health goals. Research suggests that most weight loss programs aren't successful, but my experience has taught me that this is not because the participants aren't committed. It's because those diets are designed by non-nutrition professionals and center around severe restrictions. We are here to provide the facts about the science of weight loss so you can have the success you want and continue living your best life. It's Isla, your founder, CEO, and host of the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. And today I'm going to talk about what is a healthy weight for you. This is a question I get a lot from clients or like pre-clients whenever they schedule discovery calls in the beginning. They say that they want to lose weight, but they actually don't even know like what a good goal for them is. They kind of throw around a number that maybe they used to be before that they were happy at, but they also just want to be healthy. So they're just looking for some information on like what they should even use as a goal. So I'm kind of going to kind of break that down a little bit, but today is the first episode of the new month of September. Finally, these are months. So I'm going to do a little bit of intro of what you can kind of expect over the next month. So personal life update, I am moving back to the East Coast. If you didn't know, I feel like maybe I've talked about it some. Um, I'm moving to Charleston, South Carolina, which is where I was actually born, which is crazy to think we're going back there. David got a remote job and we, you know, thought about where in the world we want to move and we're both just family people, or at least just like hate this drive with dogs to drive from Texas or any like further away back home. So we decided Charleston, I have family there. David has his family in Wilmington. I have my mom in Charlotte. And so it all just makes sense for us to move over there. As far as like what that would really change in business, maybe just like bear with me because I don't really know what the last couple of months of the year are going to look like. We're planning on moving in December. Literally don't know when. It kind of depends on what becomes available um, for where we want to move to in the area. Uh, So I might be like kind of closing up shop for the month of December as we make that transition. Hopefully no more moves again. I would love to really like see people in person there. So let me know if you're interested in maybe like experimenting. I've, you know, I've been experimenting with being in an office and I totally probably could have seen people here and I want to maybe find something over there too and be a little bit more plugged into my actual area as opposed to doing everything like countrywide, but I'll always keep like a virtual thing. So just let me know if anybody would be interested if you live in the Charleston, South Carolina area. Um, And you'll also just get to see more content about me adjusting again to another transition while I try to maintain weight with constant flux in your routine and just disruptions in what you do day to day. You do have to come up with a new health routine, new processes in place, new grocery store routines, another time zone that I'll probably have to adjust my work hours to. So all those things also come with different struggles when it comes to nutrition. And I'll make sure to kind of talk about it because I know everybody goes through that. Back to the podcast. This month, we're talking about confidence over on Millennial Living, which is our membership platform, if you didn't know. Increasing confidence in the kitchen and yourself and your ability to lose weight. 
all of those things. So confidence or high self-worth is linked to weight loss because those that have a higher confidence when they start losing weight typically lose more. We see this in practice too. We we meet once a week, I mean, once a month with our other dietitians who have clients and just talk about how we can help each other if we have any client questions or anything like that. And I remember uh, one of the coaches was talking about how she just notices clients that come in with more confidence in any aspect of their life tend to be better overall as far as having weight loss because you've really got to hold on to something besides just the number on the scale when times get tough as far as maybe you're moving and you have a huge disruption to your life that makes it hard to meal prep or you just have week after week where you're number is the same on the scale. And if you can hold on to something else that you're confident about and you have a better self-esteem and self-worth overall, you will probably have better weight loss results because you'll see through it. You'll be able to stick with it. And the people who are successful with weight loss are just kind of the ones who've stuck with it the longest. And you have to have some confidence, some self-worth to stick with it. So that's why overall it is important to have confidence, high self-worth when you're trying to lose weight, regardless of where you're starting, not just when you get to where you're going. But this month over on Millennial Living, what you can kind of see is we always do a monthly challenge with a cash prize and people have really been slacking. I've had some people do two posts, but not that third one. So we always do a challenge that's related to the theme where you can post three things. I think this month I'm going to make a challenge where you can post something where you're increasing your confidence in something, whether it's maybe you doing affirmations or trying a new cooking technique, going to therapy, exercise really anything that works for you. I just want you to be working on it this month and just post three occurrences of that. And you can be entered to win in a random drawing of anybody against anybody else who's also competed in a $25 gift card to wherever you want, as long as I can send it through an email. Our intern is also making a video on how to increase your confidence in yourself, just a basic like 101 guide for that. And then because it's fall, I also want to work on the fall goodies. So our, uh, we're also going to make a Trader Joe's guide for fall for you so that you can also enjoy in some fall goodies while trying to lose weight. But this month on the podcast, what you can kind of expect is I'm planning to do a replay of an old episode about emotional eating next time. Uh, it's actually with a therapist that was a client of ours. So she's great because she has insight in the therapy world, but also knows our program in and out. So can really speak to both of those aspects. This is really good for, I think, this time of the month too, because for fall, we indulge in a lot. We have a lot of emotional eating as far as like nostalgic eating or maybe this mindset of like, I'm never going to get this food again, or you're just excited. I know for me, I personally don't like the colder weather. So sometimes I'm more prone to just eat because I'm sad. So anything like that, I think can be addressed during this time and might be able to help you identify, are you eating out of an emotional state? Are you eating because you're actually hungry? And then, of course, just like generally increasing your confidence, you can probably pull from this episode. So I think that'll be helpful. Next, I have an interview lined up with Coach Hannah about her fall Trader Joe's finds for weight loss. She's working on a blog post for us. So I thought it'd be a great piece of content to also make for a blog post. And we're going to talk a little bit about how to increase your confidence to lose weight this fall. And then I think I'm going to end the month with talking about my personal weight loss journey. So I've kind of been talking a little bit over on our Instagram. So make sure to check us out over there at the.millennial.nutritionist. And this really helped one client that I worked with recently. So I thought that it would be helpful to hear how I even gained a little bit of weight recently just from like slacking off a little bit and then 
going on back-to-back vacations and honestly just telling myself we'll just kind of recommit to everything when we come back. So I'll kind of talk through that and humanize myself a little bit if it makes you feel better and then what I've done to have the weight loss again and know that I just need to kind of kick things back in gear. And I feel like I always learn something new about myself when I go on a new weight loss journey. So that is the plan. But let's talk about figuring out what your weight goal should be. So why is this important for weight loss? Why do you need to know what your weight goal should be? You have to set very specific goals for weight loss to work. And knowing how much weight is safe for you to lose is one of them. If you're just like willy-nilly trying to say, hey, I want to lose weight, you could be frustrated because you never actually get to a goal because you never set a goal. So then it feels like you never end. I think it's also important to be aware of what is safe weight loss for preventing health conditions versus when you're stressing and obsessing about a number that doesn't really matter anyway. And then if you're not confident in your goal, it'll be very hard to be consistent with the steps to get there. So again, a big difference between working with me versus just trying to do this on your own is if you're very vague with what your goal is in any way, I find that it can be frustrating for people because then they just don't know what they're even doing or they think they're doing what they should be doing. And then they're frustrated because they never see the goal. So I'm just very into very specific goals. And it's great to have a goal around this too in that way. Do you feel like you're tired of trying every new diet out there whenever you're ready to lose weight, but you never really find long-term success because it's either too restrictive or just not conducive to your lifestyle? Well, then let me tell you about our three-month lifestyle reset program. This is an individualized weight loss approach where you'll be going through our proven six-step method and you'll be led by a registered dietitian. By becoming a client of the program, you'll be able to learn how to control your weight, increase your energy and confidence, and also improve your overall well-being. Not to be dramatic, but a lot of clients tell us that they actually change their lives by going through the program and finally find a sustainable weight loss solution when they actually haven't found that with any other program. If you are interested in becoming a client, sign up for a discovery call on our website, themillennialnutritionist.com with me, Isla Garcia, and I'll help match you with one of our registered dietitian coaches based off of your challenges and their nutrition expertise. If you're ready to find a sustainable weight loss solution in a non-judgmental and encouraging environment, I hope you'll connect with us soon. Most people say that they want to lose weight to get healthy. So let's break down that part of weight loss or that as the weight goal. Healthy overall is just like such a subjective term. So I try to not use this word too much because what healthy is for somebody with cancer who may have malnutrition is very different from somebody who is aiming to be healthier with high cholesterol. You know, somebody with cancer really just needs to eat whatever they can eat. And even if that is like a whole tub of ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that's going to be great. And we can deal with all the health complications from that after you get over your cancer treatment and have an appropriate amount of weight on you so you don't you know, die of malnutrition. But somebody who has high cholesterol, that would not be the same health goal for them. So we can't just say across the board, what is healthy for you is going to be healthy for somebody else. It also goes into if you have a history of disordered eating and we would only want to make sure to not trigger that. What is going to be good for you mentally? You know, all these things have to do with health as well, not just the number on the scale, not just your BMI, not just your fat percentage. I would say generally anything that increases your quality of life is healthy if we want to try to make a blanket statement out of a healthy weight goal. So you would need to figure out what this is for you. 
What I find for a lot of people I work with, I make them in the beginning really plan this out with me so we can have other goals besides just the weight. But what comes up a lot is maybe walking better, having more energy, preventing disease, living a longer life for your kids and grandkids, improving blood work. Again, these aren't super specific. We do track them throughout the program. I make people like rate their energy level on one to 10. So we can make sure it is actually increasing. Not that you just say it's increasing and we don't actually have any stats behind it. But again, I think it's also good to flesh out what you're wanting to be healthy with in this way. There's also a difference between a healthy body and a healthy diet. So I want to differentiate that before we get into this too much. So you can be overweight on the BMI scale and generally be eating a healthy diet. So they are separate things. A healthy diet, meaning that you're eating a high fiber diet, high protein diet, high vitamin and mineral diet, you're eating a lot of produce. And there's some things that are still high calorie that can lead to weight gain that still check off all these things like avocado, peanut butter, stuff like that. However, you can also be thin, but have an awful diet. You can have poor GI function. So just because somebody's a low body weight doesn't mean that they're a spectacle of health. They could have a low immune function if they're not eating enough fruits and vegetables to support a healthy immune system. They could have high cholesterol. I have high cholesterol. So I wouldn't say that I'm a beacon of health. Well, I don't right now, but I struggle with it. So I have to make sure to stay in check. And just because like I was had high cholesterol when I was a lower weight than I am now. And you cause it also have just increased cancer risks if you're not eating a lot of vitamins and minerals through fruits and vegetables where you're getting all these antioxidants that can really help you. So again, just to parse out, just because you're in a healthy body weight range through the BMI scale or through whatever somebody says doesn't necessarily mean that you have a healthy diet. So even within that, I would say there are two separate goals, but we are just going to focus today on healthy body weight and what does that mean? So I will say a number one goal for weight loss, if you're trying to think of what this is for you, is to get to a weight to decrease the strain on your body, which is honestly probably going to be somewhere within the healthy to overweight BMI range, which I'll get to BMI in a minute. But what this can really help with overall, when you have excess weight on your body, even if you're just a tall person, even if you are like really high muscle mass, like having a lot of weight on your body can be hurtful to it by um, having increased joint pain, which we definitely go over in the episode with Fee that we can link below where she talks about um, arthritis. It can also increase acid reflux, which we go over on another episode too, somewhere in there just by having excess fat on your neck that, you know, strains on it when you're sleeping. It can, like having a higher body fat percentage through having, just being overweight or obese can increase the work on your pancreas because when you have excess fat, especially around your abdomen, it can increase inflammation here and then it can make your body less responsive to insulin because of whatever this like body fat is emitting right here. It can also increase the work on your heart because when you have a lot of weight on you, it's just going to make everything work harder. And so this can increase blood pressure by putting pressure on your kidneys And it can also increase the fat in your blood if you just have a lot of fat on you. And it can also decrease your surgical outcomes, again, which we go over in that episode. So that's overall a lot of some evidence for you of why you should probably aim to get out of maybe the at least obese BMI range. There's a lot of talk now about how being obese may just more so be related. And I tried to cut like more so be related to some diseases. So I definitely tried not to include here 
the list that does that, but literally just explain like what an excess body fat does to your body. Because I agree, like there are just some, some diseases that are just kind of related to being overweight. Like they have done some studies that are like, well, people who are obese just like have this, but we don't really know why. So these are things that we do know why it happens and it makes sense of why having this like excess weight on you puts stress on your body in these ways. Well, let's say you're not in the obese range and you're in the overweight BMI range. We can work to lose weight to improve lab results if you are maybe in that overweight range, which means that maybe you are maybe healthy, but you are now wondering, okay, I'm in the overweight range. What do I do about this? What I would say next is like maybe look at your lab results. So if you have prediabetes, if you have hypertension or like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, anything like that, if you maybe are genetically prone to some cancers, that's when we can also start working on decreasing your body weight just to relieve some of that pressure. If you're at an overweight range and you don't have these, I typically tell clients like it's nothing maybe we should worry about until you get tested for it. It's something that would creep up on you and then we'd have plenty of time to reverse. But again, if you're in the overweight range and you feel fine, I would say maybe don't worry about it unless you already have lab results to prove that you have these things. Then the next level down, if all this is fine, you're in the overweight to healthy BMI range, the rest is just kind of like overall quality of life is what you're aiming for and maybe a little bit of vanity if you want to lose weight, which I think is still fine. We, you know, dress and I mean, put makeup on and we get cosmetic things done that make us feel better about ourselves. So I think it's still fine to want to lose weight for vanity purposes as long as it doesn't get too out of hand. And this might look like having your clothes fit. I would totally get that if like my clothes just don't fit and I honestly don't want to buy a bunch of new clothes. I think that is something that's not really related to health that could be a good reason for you to want to lose weight. Maybe you want more stamina. If you are a healthy weight range, but you are maybe on the higher end or maybe you're overweight, don't really have anything clinically wrong with you, you would have more stamina to go on a hike with your friends or be able to last an hour, like through a whole hour long Zumba class or something like that, be able to chase your kid around if you had less weight on you. So that would be like the next driver of why you would want to lose weight. But a lot of the rest of the benefits come from just having a healthy diet, which is where it gets tricky to constantly use weight as your goal if you are wanting to be healthy. So I would say a healthy weight range could be anywhere from healthy to overweight. As long as you don't have anything clinically wrong with you that would be proven through a checkup or labs, the rest of the health benefits come more from a diet, which is why I focus on not just being at a healthy body weight, but making sure you're eating your fruits and vegetables, eating your fiber, you're not stressed out, you're consistent because I want you to also have a healthy diet. So many programs neglect this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you're just at an overweight BMI and you're looking for what a weight goal should be for you, I would say a direction is to consider where your fat is. So if you have more fat on your abdomen, it's not a good area because that's where all your organs are. It causes that inflammation. It can really stress everything out. If you're an overweight BMI and you have um, most of your weight is on your arms, on your legs, you're a little bit better off. So I would say maybe don't worry about it if that's your situation. But if you're an overweight BMI and most of your weight is in your stomach, that would be something to worry about because that's not very healthy. Also think about your lab work and think about how you feel. If you're in that overweight BMI range, you might have less energy, you might have joint pain. So that could be a reason for you to have a specific weight range to be in that healthy weight loss, that healthy weight range of the BMI scale. From here, if you're in the healthy range, I think weight loss goal is just straight up vanity, which I think is okay, but I just want you to keep things in perspective. I don't want you to get too stressed because at this point, like I said, we're not talking about much for health purposes to lose more weight. I want you to maybe be focusing a little bit more on just dressing for your body type. Sometimes like I'm honestly a little bit higher on the healthy BMI range and sometimes I can get caught up in it until I realize like I just have like a different body type. I'm not stick thin. So I just need to dress for the body that I have and that I end up feeling better about it. Try to focus on non-scale victories. So maybe focus more on your diet, like what you're actually eating. Are you hitting your fiber goal? Are you hitting your vitamin and mineral goal? My fitness pal, that's kind of what I like to do. I like to look at my fitness pal at the bottom. It says vitamin A percentage. It says like iron. And that's sometimes what I like to focus on instead. Focus on your your sleep, focus on your digestion, stuff like that. And know that self-esteem is also very rooted and in like very deep rooted. And once you feel bad about one area of your life, say your work, or it could go as back far back as childhood, always feeling like not good enough or something like that, you'll also start to feel bad about your body image. And I see this a lot with clients. Sometimes when they just feel like really not good about themselves, we kind of say, hey, is anything else going on in your life? And a lot of times they're like, yeah, like work right now is also just like really hard and I'm not feeling very good. And then they start to realize that's when they tend to feel worse about their bodies. So maybe evaluate if there's something like that going on. And it might be better too to focus on your physique. Sometimes when I have clients that are already in a healthy BMI range, they still want to lose some weight. They want a, a goal. I give them more of like a physique goal. Like let's look instead at maybe your measurements or do you want to tone up your arms a little bit more? Because now we're in the, the phase of weight loss where you can see more muscle definition and it's a little bit of a different goal as opposed to just continuing to be the thinnest that you possibly can be. From here, I think it becomes like a break-even point. So sometimes when I have clients that are at a healthy weight range and maybe they're getting into like a low or healthy BMI range, I start to ask like, is it going to, you feel like make your overall quality of life better for you to continue to lose weight? And I really want you to think about it. I want you to think about, are you going to start compromising other things? Like, are you going to want to lose as much muscle mass as you possibly can to see a lower number on the scale? Are you going to start compromising your diet as far as like cutting out protein, cutting out carbs? Like it gets to a point where if you're only eating 1,000 to 1,200 calories a day, I really don't think you can also meet your vitamins and mineral RDA and your fiber intake and your protein intake. You're starting to compromise your health for your diet for just being a lower number on the scale, which is not healthy at all. Is the stress 
of constantly focusing too much on this number that doesn't even have to do with life or death or health or anything like that, causing you to feel stressed out about so many things in your life. Because at that point, it is not helping your overall quality of life. So think about that when you're thinking about your personal weight goal. I don't think it's wrong, again, to be at a lower body weight, even if you're already in a healthy weight range. But things can just start to get tricky when you're treating it like it's life or death and it's not. And I'll even use myself as a personal example. Like I said, I'm already in a healthy BMI range. I just don't want my weight to keep creeping up through the holidays because then I will kind of get to a place where like it might be difficult and I do need to lose weight, especially with my history of high cholesterol. But I always have to take a step back and say like, hey, Isla, if you haven't lost weight in the last month, it's totally fine because you're a healthy person. Like we have time to play around with this. You're okay. You're within a healthy range. You don't have anything, you know, wrong with you. Maybe just make sure to don't eat too much saturated fat, but you can eat high calories or something else, you know, if you really want to. So really take things into perspective when you're thinking of this weight goal. What I'd say you really want to stop losing weight is when you're at like lowest 19 BMI. Um, I mean, I rarely take on clients that are this low weight anyway. I tell them I don't, I don't feel comfortable helping you lose any more weight. We can totally focus on your diet or something like that. So I would say for sure, if you're a 19 BMI, then just don't try to lose any more weight. Um, or if you're stopped doing your daily activities, like if you stop going to college classes, if you stop hanging out with friends because you're just so worried about gaining weight, I would say that's like an area to maybe stop. Or if you lose your period. So you still can be within like a healthy BMI range, but if you have too low body fat as a woman, you can lose your period and that's just a sign that you're not healthy. If you're losing hair, that can also mean that you're not healthy. Okay. You have all the information. Where are you going to go from here? What are you going to do? How are you actually going to find this healthy weight goal for yourself? First, I want you to calculate your BMI. I know BMI is just one thing, but I think it still does help us give some sort of structure. That's why I added all this background information so you can kind of parse through. I think overweight BMI maybe needs to be reevaluated, but it does kind of help us know like when you're in an area that maybe let's just like check things a little bit more because once you get in that obese range, that's where more of the evidence that I find comes from that are associated with diseases. Overweight, I think more so means we're in the danger zone. Let's check up on labs. So check your BMI out. BMI is, of course, problematic for many reasons as far as like if you have a higher muscle mass, then like you might be in the overweight BMI range. But again, that's why I just wanted to give all this information before. Check out where your body fat is. If it's on your stomach, then maybe don't worry. If it's not on your stomach, then don't worry about it, stuff like that. Next, I think get a checkup with your labs included. So I didn't realize that a lot of doctors don't care unless you're like genetically predisposed or like maybe you're not at a certain age. I always get my labs drawn because I think we should know because like I said, when I was at a lower body weight, that's when I found out I had high cholesterol. So I think get a checkup with labs included so you can decide if that needs to be something you worry about. And next, evaluate what you want. Like what do you want out of your weight loss? Do you want more energy? Do you want to prevent diseases? Do you want to improve your lab work? And make sure to make that equally important, equally as important as this weight. Make this your goal instead of just weight. And then also focus on the nutrition instead of just weight. I try to tell my clients that I have a weight loss program. So of course we're going to focus on weight loss, but I find that what people want really when it comes to weight loss is they want to feel healthier. And so you can kind of use this as a guide to what is healthy. Like people have like now twisted and convoluted what healthy means. And so take this as a guide, your energy levels, your lab levels, how you feel, how do you feel about yourself? 
Do you understand nutrition? How is your diet? How's your vitamin and mineral intake? How is your ability to be able to pick a healthy meal wherever you are? I think all of these are equally important. And if you're doing all that well, weight loss should happen. If you just focus on the weight loss and don't focus on anything else, it is so much harder and definitely not healthy. So when you make a weight goal, look at the BMI, see where maybe you can get with that, but use these other things to also inform your decision on what your weight really should be. I had one client that I want to wrap up with and she was already in a healthy BMI range and she really wanted to be lower. And so, you know, I said, okay, let's, let's work on it. A lot of times, like I said, I'll start working with them, really make sure that their diet's okay. And she came to me and her diet wasn't okay. We needed diet as in like what she eats day to day. So we worked on increasing her protein intake, increasing her fruit and vegetable intake, just making her healthier overall to at least prevent diseases. Uh, And she was losing weight, but she started to become, I wouldn't say obsessed, but I would just say like every week she would be like, well, I'm not losing as much weight as I want to. I just want to be thinner. I want to, you know, look for this certain way. And I said, we are getting, we're getting there. We're losing weight. But I think you're also losing focus on that you're – you told me you want to have more energy. You told me when you want to have more control over what you're eating and you're doing that. So what do you think that disconnect is? And so she thought about it for a couple of weeks and she came back and she realized that she was just using a lot of influencers or a lot of like social media to inform her goals instead of what she actually wanted. And when she looked in herself, she realized that she did feel better and that she was okay with taking it slower and she doesn't want it to – compromise every other decision she makes that she's a smart woman and she helps people in her job and just to make weight loss as a part of it and not to focus so much on it. And by the end, I was just so proud of her because it's just definitely what I want to hear that we can still use weight loss, but let's not use it as the only indicator. Let's not use it as the only goal, but also focus on everything else. So overall, if you're wondering what your weight goal should be, Focus on health, figure out like what's that rate weight range that'll get you most healthy. If you're already in that healthy weight range, ask yourself what your goals are and make sure it doesn't overcrowd your overall quality of life. Thank you so much for listening to the Millennial Nutritionist Podcast. For daily weight loss tips and nutrition information, you can find us on Instagram at the.millennial.nutritionist and on TikTok at millennial.nutritionist. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend who needs encouragement on their health journey. See you in the next episode.